You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. Episode 384, coming at ya. Coming at ya. Coming at ya. Live. No, it'll be recorded. It'll be recorded. Just kidding. But live when we do it. <laughs> just want to dead. Mention, yeah. <laughs> just want to mention we're going to be talking about uh, our reaction to yesterday's Apple event. So today is Thursday as we record. And uh, before we start, I just want to mention um, Queen Elizabeth of England passed away yes. a few hours ago. So condolences to the people of England and to her family. Yes, may she rest in peace. She had a very good life. Yeah, it's we were talking pre-recording that's strange because as long as i've been alive queen elizabeth has been the queen mm-hmm. yep, things are a changing yeah so back to the apple event uh we both have um thoughts about this <laughs> thoughts <laughs> and it's funny because we didn't talk about this beforehand but melissa started to and i laughed because her feelings are the same as mine which was yeah, okay, whatever. Meh. I feel I feel like I'm getting jaded. Like, oh yeah, another Apple event. Yeah, that's a yeah, good whatever. Word. And I'm usually yeah. the bubbly one. I'm like, oh, but you know, I I mean, and I and I and I will say this. I still do enjoy watching the events. I'm not going to just stop watching them because I'm a, being a seropus. I'm kind of salty. But I still do enjoy the production quality. I was a little confused because, and, and, and truth be told, I didn't watch it live. I mean, I watched the first 20 minutes, but I had to see a client that day. I mean, how dare they schedule an appointment on an mm-hmm. Apple event day? I know, right? But I still, I had, work had to be done. I just, I had to go. So I could only watch like the first 20 minutes live. And I was thinking to myself, wait, where's the audience? I thought this was supposed to be, it was billed as like the first in-person event. So is it, have you caught up on that i guess they had a pre-recorded event and then they opened it up to questions afterwards i don't know about that but i did see things online about people actually being able to touch the phones and use them a little bit there's a lot of videos out there right now first thoughts you know Mm -hmm. i held an apple i held an iphone 14 here's what i think yeah justine was um, there i love her uh, what was the name of that um Mm -hmm. dynamic island Yes. Is that what it was called? <laughs> so they, they talked about that. Uh, mm-hmm. just, I didn't watch the videos. I just kind of saw them, you know, go through my RS, RSS reader. Uh, so I didn't have time to actually watch the videos. But yeah, so th- there were people there touching the phones and using the phones and putting their initial thoughts about them. You know, because they're running, I, they're also been running iOS 16 on these new phones. So it's kind of a combination of here's how iOS 16 is working on this brand new iPhone 14. Right, but they're just the demo phones, so there's not a whole lot that they can do. Yeah, but I mean, it just gives them a rough idea of what it was like. Yeah, um, that's why I said, like, I really I s- appreciate iJustine's commentary because she's really, like, she knows how to capture the light. Like, when she showed the, the deep purple in the 14, was it the Pro Max? And I was like, yeah. oh, that is yeah. that is definitely I mean, a beautiful definitely <laughs> some of the things that they announced were really, really awesome for the market. Yeah, for the people who can afford like them. The, like when we get to it, we'll be talk, yeah. when we talk about the Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah. Definitely way, way, way out of my league. I would have yeah. zero use for that well, kind of watch. What was the name of this but event? Wasn't it called Out There? Far far Out? Far, far Out. So yeah, yeah, Far Out is right. Far Out of yeah. my reach. So something far out of like price. The, well, something like the Apple Watch Ultra, if you are a diver 
a uh, a serious hiker, you know, an, a, yeah. a, a, a triathlete, something like that, where you really, really put your, you know, watch to the test and have to have all these different um, statistics and features to help you do whatever it is that you're doing better and safer. Well, then, yeah, this is definitely the watch for you. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Usually when I come away from these v- events, I like to think, well, there's a little something for everybody. And there kind of sort of was, but I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't know if you've seen the the meme on Twitter where <laughs> it shows a picture of a man wearing a shirt, like a, a I guess a button down shirt, and he's opening up a present. And the shirt that he pulls out is exactly the same shirt that he's wearing. And I guess yeah. the meme, the commentary is like, you know, iPhone 13 users watching the event. <laughs> I mean, that's what I kind of felt like if you if you compare them side to side, they're just, I, I like I said, I'm sorry, I'm really salty, but I just think there's not a whole lot here for everybody else. I mean, I'm, am, my, my question is, am I in the market to upgrade? I have a 12 mini and I adore it. I love my mini. There are just a few things that I don't like about it, like the battery life, but I love the size. I love the form factor and I knew it was going to happen. It was rumored to happen that they were going to, Kill the mini line, and now the mini line is gone. And I'm no, sad. I'm still rocking a purple yeah. iPhone 11. Oh, oh, they kept purple. Yeah, that's the yeah really they kept great. purple. But yeah. I still have an iPhone 11. I bought it in January of 2020, and yeah. I have no intention of replacing it. I mean, there's I have not to say, enough. There's not. I yeah. like the wa. I like the the iPhone 14, but it isn't enough to get me to go, ooh, how much can I get from my current phone? I mean, I just upgraded my watch. I just upgraded my iPad. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to also upgrade my phone because I don't need to right now. I'm And and I'm not a photographer. I know a lot of people talk about, well, the camera's so much better, and that's great. I am not a photographer. I take pictures. Uh There's a huge difference. I don't edit them except for maybe cropping, and that's it. So for me, a camera is not a draw. For me, it is, even though I wouldn't say I'm a professional photographer, but I would consider myself a shutterbug, I do take thousands and thousands of pictures because I document a lot of things. And it may be not, maybe I don't need all the power. I mean, I definitely, I don't, I can't afford it. And I, I guess if I won the lottery, I wouldn't turn it down and get a Pro Max. But I still don't want to carry something that, that large, A, and I really don't need the pro capabilities of the camera. But I do like to have a good camera. I do like a camera upgrade. I'm not going to deny that I like a camera upgrade because I do take a lot of pictures and I like that it's snappy and I like that it's fast and it does what it needs to do and it gets out of the way because that's how I think nowadays. I think with my phone in my hand and I document things and, and plus, you know, I'm a mom. I take a lot of pictures. I'm the family documentarian. It's what I do. People kind of like, I wouldn't say they rely on me. They might uh, they might forget and they might be reminded someday of like, oh, wow, she did really take a lot of pictures and a lot of home movies. And isn't it nice to have? Um, so a camera is important to me. So there's that. Um, I don't know. But we should probably just like go in, go in our order and like review, you know, each thing as as we saw it. We, we, yes, we started iPhone, out with the, yeah, with the, the iPhone Pro 14. and the Max. Yeah. Right. Again, I mean it, the 14. It's just kind of meh. I mean, I'll just say it. It's it's just there's not a lot going for it. Even from from my perspective as a person with a 12, who do I need to upgrade? I mean, my phone is functioning just fine. You know, it's getting a little long in the tooth as far as the battery goes, but I could 
go and spend what fifty, eighty dollars, or whatever it costs to go get the battery replaced and breathe new life into the phone, and it would be fine, right? But I also have a family that I pass these down to. So I've, I've said it before; I'll say it again. I'm always concerned about the hand-me-down value. I usually do try to upgrade every two years or so. Sometimes I wait a little bit longer. The last time I waited long was when I had an iPhone 8 Plus, and I waited all the way. You know, I didn't go. I didn't get what was. I mean, was there even a nine? I forget. <laughs> was there a nine? Was there? There was a ten. It went from eight. That's that was the weird time yeah. when it went, went from to, an eight and eight plus to a ten. Yeah, iPhone that's what I did X, too. I went from 10. an eight to an XR. Right, and I skipped that whole thing, and then I skipped the eleven. So I waited. I had a big gap between the iPhone eight plus to the twelve mini that I have now. I went from really big to really little. I decided to do that, and I was really happy about that choice. Am I glad I waited that long, though? Not necessarily. I ended up trading in the 8 Plus because nobody else in the family wanted it. They don't They don't want the big phone either. Everybody likes, everybody in my family, and myself included, and maybe I'm leading the charge on this, is that everybody wants something pocketable. We all want something we can just stick in our pockets and something that's small. We don't want something that we have to operate two-handed all the time. We want something one one handable. You know, and See, that's and what I'm I like starting to lean to the other direction where you I've go never bigger? had a Pro or a Max or anything like that. Yeah. I've just had iPhone 7, iPhone 8, iPhone mm-hmm. 11. And yeah. now I'm thinking if I ever do go to the iPhone 14 or 15 or whatever number it happens to be, now mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe I want the Pro. Because also, you, you I, might like it. You might like the form, larger form factor. It feels more like a traditional phone that you're holding up to your ear. It's that bigger, glorious screen you get. You also, can fit the a lot older more on the eyes. It's also older the eyes. older eyes. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to increase the the font size. I mean, I've got friends who are around my age, and I'll look at their phone, and they're looking through messages, and like you can get yeah, it's truncated. You know, you, you look at you look at uh, the list of names, like you can see a whole bunch of you know names on my yep. list. You know the different messages they've got three, right? Know, because yeah. everything it's like no, I don't want it. They that they big. told their kids that they were struggling with seeing, like here, I'll just do this for you, and they just zipped yeah. up the font size. Yeah, and that's I don't not want it that solution. big. I would rather have more right. real estate. Right. Um, but that is have to think about I the price. With. I mean, right. I don't want to spend it because I don't get right. this, you know, the 128. I get the, the mm-hmm. 256 or the 512. Right. Now you're talking well over $1,000. I'm like, yeah. do I want to spend that much It gets much to be money? overkill for your actual needs. So, yeah, I mean, so I was I was looking at this, you know, when I sat down to watch this, I thought, okay, well, you know, show me my infomercial. This is the next phone that I'm getting. This is the phone I'm probably going to get for my birthday. So let's see it. <laughs> and that's that's the perspective that I that I feel a little meh about because I guess I just expected that there would be the what is it the A16 chip the the fact that they didn't even upgrade the chip between the 13 and the 14 that was my major disappointment I think they should have upgraded the chip between the two instead they were like well here's the 14 we'll just you know add a few little things and oh well we'll make the color lighter <laughs> I was like come on I like purple give me purple not Lilac, okay, well, th- yeah, that's what I have. It's more of a lilac. I liked more. Yeah, but the this one's purple. even lighter yet. It, yeah. It's almost as if they made. It's it's like the i. This, they shouldn't call it the iPhone 14. They should call it the iPhone 14 Lite. That's what it ends up being. They got rid of the mini, and they didn't beef up the the main. I guess the flagship phone or whatever you want to call it. They didn't beef up the 14 enough, but it's really an iPhone 14 Lite, <laughs> even in the color. Even the colors later. 
um, everything else is still the same. Like when I compare the, th- I, I'm looking at a page where I compare the 12, the 13, and the 14. All of the sizes are the same. It's still 6.1. So if I were to upgrade, because, you know, I decide it's time and I want to hand this 12 mini down, I'm going to have to go bigger, which I was considering doing because the only things that bother me about the mini is the battery life because it's smaller. You know, I, I knew that going into it. I'm not complaining. I understood that. I, I accepted that when I decided to go smaller. I wanted to try it. Um, the, the lack of battery life is it's something I deal with as a trade-off for having that smaller form factor that I can hold it in one hand. And then there's a few other things, like sometimes things aren't designed well for the mini screen and stuff gets cut off. Okay, I live with that because I like the form factor. But I've been, you know, it's been kind of irritating me a little bit and thinking about, well, the next phone that comes out, maybe I won't go mini and I'll just get the regular size because maybe now I would rather have a little bit more phone in my hand and and sacrifice the the portability factor of it if I have a longer battery life. Like maybe I'd rather have the longer battery life. So these are things I've been considering. But when you look at it across the line, the only real changes between the 12, the 13, and the 14 is now the 14 has crash detection. You yeah. know, it's got emergency SOS via satellite, which is like a coming soon. Oh, you know, we're going to give it to you for free for a couple of years, and then we're going to charge you for it. Well, like, what's all that about? Okay, I don't know. That's not a huge deal breaker for me. Well, okay? yeah, that not for us, but that's one of those things. Again, if you are a hiker, my my yes. my brother and sister in law, they're they're out right now across the country hiking, and they're spending that's that's their vacation. That's not me. I'm a beach girl. It, they like to go to the mountains and hike. So if anything, ha- and they both have Apple watches and iPhones, if anything ever happened to them way up in the mountain and they don't have any cell reception, they can use this emergency SOS to to ask for help. It's attractive so, for, desert, for desert dwellers like me because there are large swaths, like from here to Flagstaff, there is a large swath of, of place where you're getting ready to go up to switchbacks. And it's like, if you're texting someone, it's like, okay, I'm going off the grid for the next hour or two. You know, don't expect anything. I mean, I have, I have a family member who does a lot of hiking and camping, like extreme stuff. This would be really fantastic for them. This would be really fantastic for, you know, I'm not going to knock it. If it's a feature that comes with it, I'll be, I'll be grateful for it. But it's, is it like enough? Is it a deal breaker is what I'm saying. I don't know that it's a deal breaker for me, somebody like the opposite of what you just described. I'm not a hiker and I don't go to these remote locations frequently enough. You know, you take a risk when you are, you know, you're, you're gonna go up to Flagstaff, for example, you know, that there's a big patch that if you if you break down, you're going to have to hope that there's a good Samaritan that's going to help you along the way. It's a risk that you take each and every time you do that. I don't do it frequently enough to really warrant paying that much extra for, for this feature alone. Now, combined with the other features, so if we go down the list, I mean, the cameras are the same. Now, this one's called an advanced dual camera system instead of just a dual camera system. But everything else is still the same. It's a 12 megapixel main ultra wide. Uh, the difference here with the 14 is now a true depth front camera with autofocus. That's that's the difference is autofocus. The other two, the 13 and 12, they have it. Everything else is the same. You get one extra hour. The, there's a difference of one extra hour between the 13 and the 14. The 12 had 17. So, you know, there's, there's a, a few more hours of video playback that you get. But the chip 
The chip in the 12 is an A14. The chip in the 13 and 14 is an A15. They're both the same. So there's no real big change there as far as processing speed. Unless and then, you, you go know, up to the Pro. Right, right. And, and so there's a $100 difference yeah, between so all these. you're an A16. So are you really going to pay $100 difference and all you're getting is crash detection and autofocus on the front camera an extra hour of video playback? You're not even getting a different chip. That's that's all you're getting for your extra hundred dollars. So I don't know. It's like uh, I, now I'm in one of those. You know, we're tightening our our wallets. We're tightening our belts on on spending and things. It's like I don't know. I might have to go that extra year and wait until the fifteen. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I just it's it's not one of those things where it's like oh yeah that's what I'm getting for my birthday. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't like okay it's time it's time to upgrade. I wasn't I didn't walk away with that feeling. So I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being like super, super critical. And I'm usually not like I'm usually critical, but I'm usually not like negatively critical. And I feel really salty about this. <laughs> well, I'm also of the if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. And for me, and yeah. I'm, I'm good. You're now, not handing else, your phones down to, you know, two and three other people. Well, I do to my husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he walked. He walked in as yeah, I was he watching care. it. <laughs> yeah, he walked in when I was watching it, and I said, "Ooh, I'm just just to look what you're on. getting." I said, "Oh, look, I found 14s." I said, "You know, I am on an 11." He's like, "Oh yeah, send it down to me. I always get the hammy downs." I'm like, "Excuse me." <laughs> the phone in your hand right now is a brand new SE. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you forgot about that little detail, did you? Yeah. Um, But one thing that all the 14s have, whether it's the regular 14 or the Pro, is no more SIM cards. Everything is eSIM. That is is nice because I did experience that firsthand when we switched to Mint Mobile. I did go the eSIM route and yeah, that was was pretty good. I'm I'm on board with that. That's cool. I, I don't miss a physical SIM. I can be without that. That's fine. So I wonder, you know how right now you can have a physical SIM and an eSIM? Mm hmm. You know, it's like, say you um, have a physical SIM in your phone, but you're traveling overseas, so you want to get an eSIM for while you're in, you know, the country. Mm-hmm. Are they still going to have the ability to have two different SIM cards in your phone? I, I mean, I think you should be able to. I mean, you can you can rock two phone numbers right now, so as it is, if you have a work phone number and a personal phone number. Right. If so I don't have- see why you couldn't have a dual eSIM. That's what I'm. I'm curious about. I've never done that before. I'm just um, kind of. It just kind of, you know, occurred to me as I'm watching. Like, hmm, I wonder if you can is do this, that. Is it in the list? I'm looking to see. I don't. It might be here. I do not see it offhand. I'm just uh, going to look up S I SIM. SIM card. E- yep. Dual eSIM support in the 14 okay. Pro. Dual eSIM support in the 14 and in the Pro Max. So yes. Okay. That answers that question. Okay. It, it even says now not compatible with physical SIM cards. Right, right. So, because it does have a mention on here too to make sure you check with your carrier. I was surprised that they didn't change the connector. I was expecting to see USB-C. I was too. I was too. That, that would have been a little bit of a deal breaker. Not, not in the direction of like, oh my God, now I have to buy a new cable. No, I've already been collecting USB-C cables. So... I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with getting rid of FireWire. I would like to see everything go to USB-C eventually. I ended up buying the charger that you had talked about a couple oh. episodes ago. <laughs> I bought that with two cables. Sorry, not sorry. So, well, you have to have, you know, I've got one downstairs. I've got one uh-huh. upstairs. So it just makes life easier. So, and it only costs, I think, between the charger and the 
I bought two six foot cables. It was like thirty bucks or something. Oh, nice! It, I, I think that's what I spent. It wasn't a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I bought that. Yeah, I um, mean, like I said, if if it was given to me or if I won the lottery, I would not turn down the iPhone 14 Pro because that deep purple is pretty fantastic. That's really attractive to me. Yeah. The the light purple on the iPhone 14, it's just so light. I just I it wish is. it was a little darker. Some of the pro features is you have an always-on display, if that's what you want. You have an always-on display watch. So how do you feel about that? Oh, it's so much easier. There's so many times I've had my hands full and you want to look down to see what time it is. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't have a finger, you know, on yeah. my right hand to be able to touch it. Right. To, you know, so now I can just at any point look down. I see what time it is, you know, and I can move on. So I but like that. how would you feel about having that on your phone? Um, I mean, it, de- it, makes it depends total on what you're doing. It depends on what you're doing. And it says if you don't want it on, you can either flip your phone face down and with place it turns it off. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just turn it off. Yeah, I would probably disable that right away. Because like right now, as I'm sitting here, I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to be distracted by the stuff that's on my phone. I, I guess we're so kind of trained to like, turn off your distractions, you know, enable your focus modes. <laughs> this is kind of, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know, opposite of that. Now, the one thing that's interesting, and I'll be looking forward to hearing people talk about this once I get the phones in their hands is the dynamic island. Yeah. <laughs> so that little that like notch area mm-hmm. that was on the phones and the current phones, that's called dynamic island now where you can look at um, the lyrics to music if you're listening to Apple Music or you can get sports sco- sports scores or uh, map directions and, and just different things that'll just pop up in that little notch area. Yeah, that definitely does look interesting. I just hope it's not a gimmicky thing, kind of like the touch bar on the Mac. It felt very touch bar-y to me. I'm like the few, one of the few people that likes the touch bar. but <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, it does. It looks cool. It looks cool. I like the fact that it changes. It, it morphs into what what you're using it for. I've seen people saying, and I agree with this, that, you know, it used to be that the notch was kind of this liability. Like, oh, is it going to have a notch? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to have a notch. And then some. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to just, you know, super mega charge the notch now. Yeah. You, oh, you didn't like the notch? Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. Because we just totally really hyped it up now. we're going to give you the notch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think uh, listeners yeah, we, now know what we think. The... It's like we like the iPhone 14, but not enough to run out and place our orders tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, the whole event overall, not you know, just with the phone too, it just kind of felt like this is not for you. Like this it's, one little thing is for you if you're deciding, you know, if you're, if you have like say an iPhone 8. Yeah, definitely. Or a 10R. Yeah. Even maybe an 11, you know. Which is what I have. I have the 11, right. but I'm not in any hurry. I do not feel this overwhelming need that I've well, got to buy a new phone. And part of it, and it's a good thing, but part of it is because they do support their hardware for so much longer than their competitors, I think. I mean, the only thing that's like kind of pushing me a little bit is like, I, I want to try to keep our, our whole family of four that lives in this house on the same operating system. And my youngest is going to get cut off. He has a, he has a 6S. Ooh. So I am kind of thinking about upgrading just, again, for the hand-me-down to, to keep the line going, the yeah. line of succession going so that, that he you know, he'll get his sibling's phone and... You know, my husband will get my phone or, or maybe actually I'll probably give my oldest my phone and <laughs> my husband will inherit my my eldest 
phone. <laughs> We're gonna that have sounds to, like, fair. Yeah, because, I mean, they get the most use out of it. The phone exactly. goes to who will benefit from it the most, not necessarily. Because my husband, he doesn't care. He just wants a phone that works. But mm-hmm. I have to say, like, I have been seeing him. I've observed him watch. He has an 8, not an 8 plus, but an 8. And I've been observing him using that, and I can see him kind of struggle with things. And I think to myself, he needs, like, an upgrade. Because he is using his phone as a computer, you know, for the most part. I mean, we all do. We all do. But there's been tasks that I see him do that I think to myself he would benefit with a with an upgraded phone. So anyway, that's that's the phone. Yeah, you know, the, the upper level, you know, looks fantastic. And yeah, it's great. It's got a wonderful color. It's got all these great features. But it kind of made the regular 14 look a little more pale in comparison. So, I'm so as an AirPods, you have AirPods Pro. I do the first okay. generation. These are okay. now the second generation. So, as about. an AirPods Pro owner and user, what do you think of the second generation? Very tempting. Um, again, I, we're in a position now. So then, my eldest got a pair for his birthday. Somebody gifted him a pair. So, I was thinking, you know, I would upgrade and I would give these to my eldest. But now that need has been removed because they were gifted to him. My youngest and my husband are the type of people that are not good for AirPods Pro. They, I just think they would, nothing against them. I'm not meaning to insult them or anything, but they're just kind of clumsy. They would drop them. I, I think, like, my husband will be the first to admit he's scared of stuff like this. He doesn't like stuff like this because it's just so expensive and it's so easy to break because something would happen. So I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to say, oh, honey, look, I'm going to upgrade. Here, you can have mine. He'd be like, yeah, thanks. Um, it would be was, more of a burden for him. <laughs> that would be my husband also. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited for these. I w- if I didn't have them already, I would be excited to get these. But, of course, I already know from experiencing having them. I just don't have an, anybody to hand down <laughs> this set to. But I, but I am hard on them. I use them a lot. So they might wear out. Who knows? I'm afraid that they're just not going to fit in my ear. I so know you say that. I had the same yeah, fear. You know, so, and I've got a pair of Anchor Soundcore that I was just using today when I went out for a walk. And I have no problems with those. Yeah, I, I can't paid, see you justify. I paid any about a hundred bucks. These. Yeah, I paid about a hundred bucks for those. Mm-hmm. Um, these are what I think two forty nine, which I thought was pretty good. Isn't that the, isn't that the current price? What yes. the, aren't the two, so I thought that was really good as far yeah. as keeping the price the same. I think the best feature of these is you can charge these on the Apple yes. Watch charger, which yes. I think is fantastic. Yes, although I have to say, so as as an AirPods Pro owner, I I am always complaining about the fact that the airpo- the earbuds themselves only last four hours. So the fact that these are now six hours, that is very attractive to me as a business owner because I do use, like I said, I'm hard on them. I do use them a lot for phone calls and being able to use them, like if I wanna, for example, like let's say I wanted to listen to a couple of podcasts or some music or something or do a workout or you know go throughout my house like doing, you know, sending texts and doing things like hands-free while I'm doing housework and stuff. I might do that for like an hour or two, but then I have to like plan my day and like stick them back in the charger and, and, and charge them back up again before I get ready to do a remote support session because then I need, I need the power, I need the juice, you know? So having longer battery life is always going to be a boost. I mean, six hours is still not enough. <laughs> you know, like I said, I want to be able to do some things and then take a call. 
that might last a couple of hours. You know what I mean? Like, or a drive or something. I drive all the time. So I'm wearing them for driving and stuff. I, I would like to have longer battery life, but so as it is, I've been kind of trained, you know, this is, this is how it is. And you know, they're not going to last. So you have to, you have to, you know, choose the things that your, your activities for the day. You just, it's another thing I have to plan that I, I have to charge them before I'm going to use them for a long phone call. You know, I just, I just need to keep them around. But as far as charging the case goes, I don't really have a problem with plugging it onto my, I have like an iPhone stand and I just pop them on there and it's not that big of a deal. I mean, they sit upright. I just stick them on the charger. They charge. I also have a couple of lightning cables like around the house. Like we have one of those big sectional sofas. And so on the left side, I have something plugged in underneath the couch. And on the right side, I have something. So I just kind of tuck the cables like underneath the big fluffy pillow. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? On the couch so that Mm -hmm. you don't see them all the time. And when you need to charge and you're going to sit there and like watch TV or read a book or something, then I just pull a little cable out and I plug them in. So I already have, I already have a charging system in place that works that I haven't been too feeling like I'm wanting when it comes to wireless charging, when it comes to that. So I've just kind of learned to plan around having to charge them, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I still think that was, it would be really nice. Good. You can use a key, uh, a chi charger, the watch charger. I thought that was good. Now, since I don't own a pair, I've never looked into this, but is this something that you can trade in like you can a phone or an iPad when you're on the Apple website and you decide you want to buy another pair? That's a good question. I would assume that you can, but I haven't really looked per se, but that's something we could check into. Um, But the other thing I wanted to say is I think, you know, a couple of episodes I was talking about little things that I had gotten around the house. And one of them was a case to put my AirPods Pro case in to protect it that has an air tag uh, alongside of it so that because the, the case on the first generation is not findable it doesn't the case doesn't show up the airpods which is great if you set the airpods down somewhere and you hope that the battery didn't die which is probably why you took them out of your ears in the first place is because the battery died if you don't put them back in the case or if you set the case some somewhere else and they're here in your ears guess what you lost the case you can't find it so I had to get, they, they always make you buy these add-ons. <laughs> Apple's like, you know, they're also uh, generating all of this other income for all these other businesses. You know, that's great, right? Capitalism, consumer, consumerism for the win. So you have to buy a case that has an air tag. You have to buy an air tag too, by the way. Uh, now you don't have to do that. So that is another nice thing. So it does make it a very worthy upgrade that the case is now findable. And then it's got like an extra speaker in it and that the battery life is longer. I think the stems are actually shorter too. They didn't they didn't advertise that, but they look, I could be wrong, but they look like they're shorter. And, and speaking of the stem, they have volume control in the stem. So yes, those are some deal breakers right there. Longer battery life, volume control right on the stem, maybe possibly even a shorter stem and a findable case. Those are all deal breakers. Those all make it worth worth it to upgrade. Again, it's not something I necessarily need, but it'll be something I'll put on my wish list. And if it goes on sale, it would be really tempting. I was just going to say, I would give this serious consideration if it went on sale during Christmas, Black Friday, Thanksgiving weekend for say Mm -hmm. $199. I would would think about it. Yeah. And especially with, you know, they haven't changed that I can tell the, the silicone tips. So my memory phone tips would still work. 
And, and I highly recommend those, especially yeah. if you're having issues where you're afraid it's going to fall out of your ear. The memory foam like conforms to your ear canal yeah. with the heat. So I would just have to make sure wherever I buy it, I can return it you know, from Apple, from Amazon. Yeah. There was actually there was one time, I think when you had bought, I don't know if it was the pair you own now or a different pair. It was like one hundred and sixty nine dollars, mm-hmm. I think, yep. on Amazon. Yep. And I looked at it and it did not say yes. free returns. And I said, well, never mind. Yeah. You know, yeah, where Apple, I can return check. it. Staples sells a lot of Apple products. I can return it to Staples. I can return it to Target. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have the deals. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would consider it. I mean, especially if that's your only fear is that it's going to fall out of your ears. Because it's the very first thing I did. Because I, I was concerned about that, too. Because I could not stand. I never owned a pair of the regular plastic kind. The, the ones that don't go in your canal. The, the other AirPods. The not pro version. Um, I never owned those, but I had some knockoffs that were the exact same shape, you know what I mean? And yeah. I hated them. And they didn't, like, fall out immediately, but over time, they would get really, really loose. And I could not stand that feeling of them just sitting there feeling like they were going to fall out. Because I didn't want them to drop. I didn't want them, them to break. And they were kind of like my practice AirPods. <laughs> you know, they spent, like, 40 bucks on them or something. And then they were horrible because the battery just, like, died. Yeah. Um, so you get what you pay for there. But... uh the very first thing I did when I put them in my ears, even just with the silicone tips, they were fine. First thing I did is I, I, I opened the package while I was in bed. So I was completely surrounded by pillows and, and mattress and everything. <laughs> so yeah. that would be my tip. That's my pro tip. Uh, if you're concerned about that sort of thing and you're really, really, it really bothers you and you're really, really freaked out about it, open the box while you're sitting in bed because, you know, they're, they're tricky. Like the very first time I opened the case, I was like, how the hell do I get this out? I was like, I feel like an idiot. I had to look it up. You have to like tilt it forward a little bit. Like now it's not a big deal. But at the beginning, I was like, how do I get this out without breaking it? So I figured that out. And then once I put them in my ears, I, I'm showing Elisa. I did like one of these like, where I shook my head. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was really like, you know, testing it. Yeah. Like, trying to yes, get them I've to done fall. that too. I tried mm-hmm. to get them to fall out of my ears and they just wouldn't. I was like, okay, this is cool. Like I knew instantly as soon as I put them in my ears and I just did a little bit of a shake and then I, you know, did a little bit more. I was like, okay, this is going to be great. These are not going to fall out. And and now I'm telling you, they're the opposite of what you would think. Now, instead of like worrying about them falling out of my ears, now I worry that I forget that I have them in my ears. <laughs> and I worry about like wax buildup and like stuff like that, like I talked about before. And so that's the problem. The problem is not them falling out. The problem is them being in my ears for too long. And then like, I mean, I've had them in my ears for so long that I've heard it go, do, 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 do. Like it makes that, no- it makes a noise in your ears to let you know that the battery's about to die. And I've, I've experienced that a couple of times. And I'm like, oh, I really had these things in all day long. I mean, so. what's helpful is looking at that tip. I'm looking at the which AirPods are right for you. And when you look at the second and third generation, they kind of look like the old earbuds that you used to get when you bought a phone. Uh-huh. Those just... Yeah, those fell out. Th- no. Th- yeah, no those it. never even stayed in for a second. Right. That, like, those were like a non-starter. Yeah, at thing. least with the Pro, they have that little bit of a tip. So, mm-hmm. but like I said, if I were to buy it, as long as I knew I could return it, if it... it just kept falling out of my ear and I hate buying things and returning them I'm kind of of yeah if I buy it I want to keep it but I also have to have that there's certain things I just buy in person not on Amazon because I'm not right. sure about this particular item and I need to be able to return it just in case right so those yeah are the AirPods. I, I think you'll like them if you get them you know then then it becomes well what to do with your other earbuds you Give those, I guess, to family members or something. No, I would not have them both. Oh, (laughs) 
Well, They're because mine. if you really like them, you might discover that it might be nice to have a second pair as a backup in case the battery dies. So. Because right now my backup are wired beats. They're Bluetooth, mm-hmm. but they're beats that my kid, one of my kids got me number of years ago that I used all the time. Mm-hmm. They're wireless, which is great, but they are, I'm sorry, they're, they're, they're Bluetooth wireless, but they are wired one ear to the other. So they go around my neck. Oh, right. And I like them. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot, but I haven't used them because I use the sound core. I think but when lineup- I'm traveling, I'm going to be traveling next month. I will take oh. the beats with me because I'm always afraid of losing an ear, you know, losing yes. it on the plane. Yes. So I use I use the beats. That's definitely a consideration with these things. They are so tiny and they are so easy to drop. <laughs> you have to really, really be careful with them because if you drop them on the floor, they're usually a goner. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just sad. So yep, yeah, I want to do that. That's really frustrating. Okay. Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah, I think this is weird the way that, so we're going in order by what they have listed on the website, but yeah. I thought it was weird that they don't have the, the Watch Series 8. Well, okay, it's not weird. It's marketing. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the, this is one of those items where you and I have less well, than a yeah. zero use case for this yeah. watch, but if you are a diver, like I right. said earlier, you're a diver, you're a hiker, this would be a fantastic watch. They should have called this Apple Watch Extreme. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good name, too. <laughs> oh, um, come on. Because it has all the features of a regular Apple Watch and then some. And then some. You know, it's mm-hmm. got a much bigger uh, much bigger face. It's 49 millimeter. Uh, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like they're marketing this stuff at a time when, you know, we could be heading into an economic recession. Like, people are tightening their belts. And it's like... They're dangling the carrot, like, look at all the stuff you can't afford. <laughs> but I read something. And there's more. I read something today, and to be honest, I don't remember. I think it was the Ultra is seven weeks out. Hmm. That it's, you know, peop- that people are ordering it. So. I mean, there are lots of really, really cool features. Like, I, I liked the night, the night vision. That would be so cool if they brought that to the regular watches. I, I would just like that feature alone. I don't care about really the other features, but I would really like that nighttime view feature. Well, it's got the always-on retina display as well as the Series 8. They both have the always-on. Um, the water resistance for the Ultra is down to, is, I should say, up to 100 meters. Where for well, yeah, the it can Series be used as a 8, diving computer. Yeah. That's... And I was listening to another podcast yesterday um, after the announcements. It was the the Mac Geek app and uh, Pilot Pete was talking about how these watches can run up to fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. for divers because they need that. these little computers on their wrist while they're doing their dive. And I know nothing about diving, but he's you know he's familiar with it, and he said eight hundred dollars, chump change. Yeah, I was thinking as they were going through the features, I was like, oh, my God, this thing's going to be like $1,000. And when it came out to being $800, I was like, oh, you know, I bet for extreme enthusiasts and divers and and people like this, this is probably really fantastic for them. So I'm happy for them. I'm happy for all of the people for which this will be a huge benefit for and great for them. This is wonderful. I, I'm not poo-pooing this. I'm not salty about this. I mean, a little salty. It's like, oh, this is what you can't afford. But this is not for me. This no, is not for me. This is not for you. This is no. for a totally niche market. 
And, and I'm happy for them because this looks like it will be really fantastic. Like anytime they add something new when it comes to accessibility, I always get excited for the accessibility folks. People like I don't have those accessibility needs, but I know so many people who do. And I also know that accessibility instrumentation and devices and software is incredibly expensive. And it's a huge barrier for people to be able to access. So when you have something like this, this is more accessible for people in that niche market. You know, they already they already know that for their hobbies and, and their, their line of work and for the things that they do, they already they've already accepted that, you know, this is what the industry costs. These are these are the costs associated with this type of industry. And now they see this and they're like, wow, this is gonna be really affordable for them. So mm-hmm. it's affordable for somebody. Yeah, the Ultra also has dual speakers and three microphones. And it automatically will spit out the water. As opposed I think they all do that, don't they? No, I have to do that on my own. Like when I'm in the Oh, pool, it'll automatically do it. You have yeah. to put it into, right, we have to put it in water mode. Or take it out of water mode and it'll spit Yeah, I just, you know, swipe up and then hit the little <clears throat> drop and then hit, and it's so cool. And then you turn the crown and you hear beep, yep. beep, beep. And it's it's so mm-hmm. cool just watching that little bit of water come out. I'm like, I'll show my husband. Like, Look. I've never actually <laughs> seen the water come out. I just, I yeah. hear it, but I don't yeah. see it. Huh, it's it's kind of cool. Like it's working. Huh. Yeah. So a lot of the 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 features on the Ultra you can find on the Series Eight, um, like the emergency SOS, international mm-hmm. emergency calling, the fall detection, the crash detection. So you can get those on all of the watches, including the SE. Now the watch is attempting upgrade for me as far as the Series Eight goes, is because I have the first generation SE which I haven't had, you know, super long, but it is watches for me, you know, it's again, it's along that like two year cycle only because the batteries in these are a lot harder to access. I've never actually looked into what it would cost to replace the battery, but I don't think it's pleasant. Um, so I do, I do think about the hand-me-down value of that because now my youngest is wearing a watch more, more than he's not. So he's kind of getting into the, for, for us, it's like, oh my God, is, is a watch necessary? Like, do you have to give your kids a watch? Okay, no, my kids don't need a watch. They really, really don't. But with ADHD, let me tell you something as a parent with kids who have special needs like this, a watch is a really, really incredibly useful tool and a, a smart watch is even better. So I really think for, for kids like mine, yeah, it's, it's not a need, but it really, really is helpful. It's not just an accessory for them. It really, really does help them with executive functioning. So, so for me, I really, I'm really going to consider this pretty hard. Well, I just bought the Apple Watch 7, so I'm good. Yeah, you're good for a while. <laughs> I'm good. So the only other thing, and I don't remember them talking about this. Maybe I missed it. Might have been when I got up to go to the bathroom. Who knows? But um Apple Fitness Plus, you don't need a watch anymore. You can just use it on your phone. Well, so let's back up for just one second. So they they are going to release a new, I guess, the second generation SE. They Mm kind of glossed over that. There's really not a whole lot different. We did go through the comparison list, and I guess the processor is beefed up. It's, It's a newer processor. So if you don't need all of the extra features or, you know, if you are somebody buying for a child, then the SE is probably going to be the one you want to look at. Right. Okay, now let's move on to the fitness, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't look like it's anything other than you can get all the different classes that you get now on your phone, 
but instead of having to sync to your watch, you'll just do it on your phone. So I'm right. not really sure if it's going to um, uh, uh, post in the health app that you just did a 30-minute Pilates class and burned 100 calories. Yeah, but like, how can it? Because it doesn't really have any metrics to measure with if it's just on the phone. I think it will probably post for you that you did a fitness workout. Yeah, but it'll probably true. just list the time. Like, how can it not? You know what I mean? And that's part of the fun of using the Fitness Plus is the sharing. Yeah, because if you look on the web page down towards the bottom, it says take it further with Apple Watch. Right. So I... It's a gateway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that could very well be. I mean, think about before the watch. You would go to the gym and you would just do your thing or you'd go on YouTube or you'd do some sort of exercise app uh, and you would just do whatever the exercises were. And you didn't know how many calories you burned or anything like that. You just know, I just did a 20-minute workout on YouTube. I just did a 20-minute yoga class. And that's all you knew. And that's what's probably going to happen with the iPhone, other than you can look at the health app and say, yes, I did 20 minutes of, of yoga on such and such a date. The watch- You might decide or find out that you like having that introductory biofeedback, and then you want more. So that's why I think it's a gateway. Yeah. And what it says at the bottom is if you try Apple Fitness, you get three months free if you buy a watch. You get one month free if you are an existing Apple Watch owner, and it's also bundled in with Apple One. Right. And remember, like I've told you before, uh, it's $80 a year. I pay for the year. I send the receipt to my health insurance company and then send me check back the check for the $80. Oh, I still got to check into that. I think I looked yeah. at it and I didn't see anything, but I need to dig further and see, yeah, if, just, see if that's a feature. Yeah, give them a call. Don't even look. Just, just give them a call. Mm-hmm. Seventy nine ninety nine. You just print out the confirmation email that Apple charged you seventy nine ninety nine, and then there was a form I had to fill out, and then I just you know filled out the form, scanned everything, sent it to them on their um, on their portal, and a couple. I had to call back and go, "Did you get it?" Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't as smooth as it was last time, but they things kind of got lost. But they found it and they said, "Oh, okay, we got you." And like a week later, I got my check. Ours is a little muddier because we do have Apple One now, so it's bundled in with that. But back before my dad had gotten an Apple Watch, I used to think, oh, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, he could do one of these workouts from his phone or like, a, you know, he was trying to manage his stress and like, wouldn't it be nice if he could do a meditation from his phone? Because he's in our family. We're already paying for it. It'd be nice if he could benefit from it. So, you know, in that regard, it's nice. It's nice to have. I, I still think it's a marketing gateway and that's fine. That's that's what, what things do. So it is, it's a nice addition. I just think... For us, we're like, yeah, well, I don't know that I'd use it without an Apple Watch. But if you're, you know, if you're trying to find out what it's about, it's it's definitely a good way to to do the workouts without, you know, just so you can see what they're about without having to pair it to a watch. Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again, and I will continue to say it. Using Apple Pay is worth the price of the watch for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love going to the store and just going, ding. Mm-hmm. And I'm out of there. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like the interoperability. I used to think so poorly of the Apple Watch and think, oh, it's just an accessory. And who who needs to have that? That's just an extra. But I really use it. <laughs> I use it for my own executive functioning. I use I it mean, a it's, lot. It's little things. Like I had a dentist appointment this morning and my husband mm-hmm. had um, 
he's been having a lot of dental work done. So we had an outstanding bill. And so before the hygienist brought me in, I just said, here's my credit card. Here's how much money we owe. And she was running it through. And I got a text that the charge had gone through from my Mm -hmm. credit card company. Nice. Um, And she looks and I said, oh, I just got the text that the payment went through. She goes, you did? I said, (laughs) yeah. Uh, so it's true. little things like that, you know, right. so that much it's it's much quicker than having to wait until you finish your appointment and pick up your phone and say, oh, 30 minutes ago, I got a text for, you know, my credit card was used. That's that's something else. I know how you like to do your tips, which has nothing to do with this, but I have my credit card set up so that anytime I use a credit card, not at a store, I get a text. Hmm. That will say, you just made a charge of, you know, $25 on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. And that way, that lets me know that if I actually made that charge, mm-hmm. I can go, yeah, okay. If I go, whoa, I didn't spend $25 on Amazon. Right. Yeah, no, we get an email. I can look it up. I figured a text is quicker. I get mm-hmm. a text and an email. I have it both ways, but I get a text. I also have it set up so that when I go to the gas station, mm-hmm. I get a text letting me know that, hey, someone used your card. At a gas station. Yeah, that's really and, important because that's the first which, thing. Which I also do. know. I also know when my husband's coming home because it'll tell me where uh-huh. the gas station is, so I yep. know if he got the gas if he got the yes. gas around the corner I or did he too. get it? Did he get it by work? Because I'll go. I've been expecting you. Why'd you stop for gas? And he goes, "How did you know that?" Now he knows, but he goes like, "How did you know I just stopped for gas?" I also have a setup that if I spend more than five hundred dollars in a single transaction, yes. let me know. Right. And then that way, if there's any kind of fraud going on, I know right away. It makes us sound like these evil witches, but I promise you, that's not why we do it. (laughs) (laughs) I do it for tax reporting. I I want that email so that I can just build a filter, automate it, say, okay, spit me out a report. Okay, thank you. And I'm just, and I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm just doing it to make sure that my credit card is being used as it should be by me or by my husband. Right. And, and the thankful. fuel receipt thing really is is really bad. I mean, that's really the, the main feature because anytime your card's been compromised, that's the first thing that they buy with it. That's been my experience anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, and the good thing say, is yeah, I, didn't I, get, have, I didn't get fuel um, in Texas. <laughs> there's an Exxon station around the mm-hmm. corner and I've been using their app. So I never even mm-hmm. have to take out my credit card. I just mm-hmm. pull out the app. Okay, I'm at pump one. I authorize it with Apple Pay mm-hmm. and then it says, okay, start pumping. I have the same thing through through Sam's Club. I have to scan the QR code that's mm-hmm. at the pump. Yeah. And it starts the process. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. way your card isn't going into the machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's all about avoiding the card having to yeah. be taken out. It's, all, it's, all, it's not even so much of a germ thing like I think some of these things are. It's more of like a don't make me take my card out because then it'll get compromised thing. Yeah. The, the physical, skimmers. The, the physical card is at risk of being compromised. Right. And someday the digital card will be too. But for right now, let's just have a nice thing. <laughs> Let us have our nice things. So I guess yeah. that wraps up our little recap of yesterday's event. We yeah. thought it yeah. was good for the people who need those items. But for mm-hmm. us, yeah. Yeah. Just another, another event. I, I still want to know what happened to the, the whispering bear guy. <laughs> 
didn't sign off when, when they were doing the dear the dear Tim the dear Apple letters where they were talking about their their well, Apple Watch know, saving th- them experience. They, they all signed the off, thing. and I was like, "What happened to the guy with the bear in his house?" Okay, so then it wasn't me. Did he get I eaten? Thought the, I thought the same thing, and I thought. Maybe I just missed it because I, mean, I was looking down a lot. So I, thought, I think like, they were trying to balance out the seriousness of these traumatic events with something, a little lighthearted humor. But the fact that he didn't, like, say, you know, who he was and, you know, thanks, bye. It was like, well, what happened to him? Is he okay? <laughs> did the bear eat all his food? Did, they, did the bear eat him? Yeah. <laughs> we may never know. What happened One to thing the I wish they would guy? stop. One thing I wish they would stop. Mm-hmm. with the apple events it well it's two things one da, 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 and we can't wait to show you oh yeah yeah we're so excited stop you said just, that last time <laughs> which is so annoying and then the other thing is they go into way too much detail how much of their audience who's watching this really cares about the really deep nitty-gritty about a lot of these various features well like i said it's it's an infomercial it's become but, an infomercial. I hate to say that. It sounds so so degrading, but that's kind of what it's become. It's it's, it's, it's too much of a, yeah. okay, okay, Bob is going to tell us about the iPhone, but to tell us about this part of the iPhone, now we're going to send it to Mary, and now Mary sends it over to Linda. Now yeah. Linda's sending yeah. it over to Joe. Joe, now I'm sending it back to Bob. Mm-hmm. Really? Do we really mm-hmm. need to hear from all these various people? I mm-hmm. thought if they start showing us games, I'm out of here. <laughs> Is, well, it's kind of the point where it's like, okay, there's my bathroom break. <laughs> it is. That's normally when, when live I... Event. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I try to watch it. I try to watch it all. And, uh, you know, I like they, they've been very inclusive. The first This is the first time I think I can recall seeing a pregnant person. A pregnant woman. To, yeah. She looked yeah. like she was ready any moment now. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, all, I, all I did was watch her and go... How long well, ago did you film this? Because you probably gave birth since then. Well, not only that, but I, I think it was a marketing tactic where let's take a pregnant woman and put her out in the middle of a field. Let's zoom way out and show that she's completely by herself. Like, yeah. I, was like <laughs> <laughs> I know. OK, thinking, I get it. I get it. We need the emergency services. OK, yeah. you made your point. Now, now go get her <laughs> before her water breaks. Yes, really. Now. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, oh, I think we've been breached. Yeah, thinking the same things. So, listeners, what did you like or not like about the Apple event? Let us have it. Tell us, and Melissa, tell us how they can get in touch with us to let us know. How how can they let us have it? They can let us have it through email. Old school podcast at geekishowever.com. You can send us your questions and your comments and your, your salty comments about what you didn't like and tell us what you think. And are you about. jaded like we are? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can send us an audio clip. We'll play it in the show. That would be really, really cool. Sure. <laughs> you can you can drop us a tweet. You can tweet at Geekiest Show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of other ways we could be reached. Yeah, you can tweet at me, Elisa Paselli one or Melissa at the Mac Mommy. You can also reach Melissa at the Mac dot com. And you can also reach us on our contact page on the dot com. There's like a little contact tab. So you can contact us through that way. And then uh, Melissa and I will both get the email and we'll talk about it on the next episode. That would be lovely. Yeah. So we want to thank everyone so much for listening. 
we will see you again in a couple of weeks. And until then, please stay safe. Thank you.